this um, VP role at Cineplex, okay. like the movie. Yeah. Um, I'm like 95% more qualified than the five or the 50 people who've already applied. Oh, it'll, it'll tell like, you that. I'm like, what? So I'm looking at like the, yeah, it tells you all that stuff. So it's it's a really interesting, um, it's, it's got a pretty cool set of tools as the person mm-hmm. looking for a job. Um, and it, it has all this vanity stuff like you're in the top 5% of people in your wow. industry looking yeah. for a job. Like, um, like, you know, there are, you know, 750 jobs. There are, you know, 67 jobs five miles away from your home. Like it's a very powerful. Um, and what's been interesting for me is there's so many companies I never would have even thought of. Now I'm kind of like, what mm-hmm. the hell? Like I may as well, I may as well talk to them. Like I love Cineplex. It's, Cineplex is arguably one of my yeah. favorite as a consumer it's one of my favorite companies i think that time play app before the game before the movie starts is really cool i think their theaters are getting better i think that they're um i'm just like hey this is like a pretty cool company maybe i should at least go see if i'm gonna get an interview and then another one was all of walmart's like digital Mm e-commerce stuff is like 10 minutes away from me it's um and like the stuff that is competing against Amazon, all their like e-commerce development and all that stuff, they have a huge office in Mississauga. So I got matched up with um, some VP of e-commerce strategy. Um, and then that's what led me to Sego because there was like a Sego e-commerce mm. Um, mm. Uh, job that it, that it matched me with. Um, and then, and it's funny because I don't really put I was like e-commerce. Why? Like I don't even really yeah. have that in my in my. But then I looked, and of course, I was the CTO of the Peacock Parade, which was an e-commerce site. Um, I used to be a Magento consultant. I used to be a Shopify uh, developer. So, like all of a sudden, when I look at my experience, I'm like, oh, I have mm. a ton of e-commerce experience. So it's pulling all these keywords where I didn't tag myself yeah. e-commerce, but it must be using all my keywords from my past jobs to build. So it's got a yeah, pretty intelligent. A, and it's um, kind of really interesting because it's like an outside view of you. You know, it's like an outsider's look. Yeah, exa- like, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, what's that's so interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah. And like, um, and what I realized before, and again, I feel like I'm so privileged even saying this stuff because again, I've never been laid off. I've never had to really look for a job. So this is the first time and I'm very lucky that I'm 33 and my, it's really my first time looking for a job. So I know how, I know how lucky and and kind of scary that is when I say out loud, but, um, what was uh shit? I lost my train of thought. Um, Oh, oh, one of the most powerful things on LinkedIn are Mm -hmm. recommendations and I have none. I don't think I have any recommendations and, or maybe one or two. And I used to I used to get requests from people back in the day, like, hey, um, especially if they left mm. the company or if they got fired or if they got if they got laid off or if they just chose to leave, I'd get people all the time being like, hey, can you recommend me? And I would always I always would if I had time yeah. or if I remembered. And I realized like what a smart move that was because the way LinkedIn organizes applicants, like if you have recommendations, you are at the top. Mm-hmm. which makes total sense like it it 
But then I'm like, I don't want to be that guy and start like going out to people and asking for recommendations. So like if I get desperate, you'll know when I start asking you for <laughs> for LinkedIn recommendations. Um, that'll be like the canary in the coal mine that like the job hunt is not no, going it's, well. But it's um, also like I find it weird that recommendation stuff because like I feel the etiquette around it is like, why don't you review me and I'll review you. And it's just like a you're just you're just constantly yeah, trading true. people and um I don't know like I I would hope that and who's gonna write a bad who's gonna write a bad yeah. review though that's yeah. the other thing too that that's a good point it's kind of like a cover letter whenever someone asks me to write a reference letter or something it's like obviously those are very important and obviously universities and other institutions hold them very in high esteem but yeah it, it's a very like it's almost like there should be an an anonymous way to to give these reference yeah. letters, so that you can be honest. Because I feel like nobody writes a bad reference letter. Yeah, no, no, it's true. Like if I'm gonna get you to um, as a as like a reference check, and someone's gonna call you, I'm gonna pick people who are gonna give me good reviews. Like I'm not gonna pick the guy that I offended the other day. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, no, exactly. It's yeah, so it's, it's the, yeah. the selection biases. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's crazy selection I have bias. Some, I have some thoughts on, um, on Cineplex because I think at one point, I mean, well, I don't know if I ever told you this, but my dream job was to always uh, retire and work in a movie theater. That was my my kind of dream job. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not so even joking. Cool, okay. I just think it would be really cool to kind of be like 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 to, like to take like to work like the guy who like puts up the movie even and matter. stuff. It doesn't honestly. It does. I can I can rip tickets. I can serve popcorn. I can control the reel. It doesn't matter. I just want to be part of that energy. Okay. I want to watch movies um, on the big screen all the yeah. time. I love and eat unlimited popcorn. Like I feel like this is like the best thing. But I went. Yes. So on Saturday, uh, there was a window where I went to eat lunch with my parents, and then I was like, "Hey, mom, why don't you just watch Abby for a little bit, and she can just sleep over at your house? Like, why don't you sleep over? She decided she's sleeping at my place or your place, so let's just have her nap at your house for two hours." And I went to watch a movie with Alicia. So we went to watch the, um, you know, that Harry Potter spinoff movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yep. the, uh, Magical yeah, Beast yeah, yeah, was the like, second one. Yeah. Fantastic. It was a bit of a, it was yeah. a bit of a money yeah. grab. But the fact is, I go there and there is nobody who is selling tickets anymore. It's all self serve, and and there's just oh, one right. lady there yep. waiting, and she's watching, kind of like you're in the supermarket when you're doing self checkout, making sure you're not stealing anything or you know to help you troubleshoot. Yeah, getting into and trouble. Is, yep. And what's sad about this is like she, this lady is probably like fifty, and I in tech, I feel like I should I make stuff on like tablets and stuff and i'm using a tablet i can't find this movie i'm like i don't even know where this movie is can you just walk me through this can i just i have i think i had the scene <laughs> points but i don't know if um i have enough can i pick my seat i want to see where i'm sitting i'm like can you just walk me through this and you know she does but you know at one at some point in probably a year or two she's not going to be there and it's just going to be me and the machine and i'm going to find this movie experience so frustrating um but yeah, and I go there. She's interesting. Not there. That's that's and true. Then, and then the, ar- the arcades, there's there's no arcades anymore. I guess because I guess people don't play arcades. Ooh, no, that that no, that's just your area, man. We got yeah. some. We got two. Okay. We got two banging arcades in in our movie movie places over here. 
I and I don't know. Maybe the the where they went wrong is like they started taking tokens for the arcades, and I I was never into the token idea. Like just you kind of just want like tap my credit card, take a take a quarter from this, or a dollar. I don't know, but I don't know. I I feel like anyways that 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 closed down really fast, and uh, I feel slowly this this either this theater is going down or is this is this just a cineplex thing? Is this just like a sign of the times? Um. No, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. counterpoint you and say that the two theaters that I go to are I feel like they've they've received massive okay. facelifts. So maybe they're just picking demographics. Oh, here's a question: Do you have a Dave and Buster's no. near you? Ah, okay. Because um, uh, for a while I had this theory that if there was like a Dave and Buster's next door, then they were like, "Why are we gonna put an arcade in here?" Because like there's a way better arcade mm-hmm. at the Dave and Buster's, and mm-hmm. everyone's just gonna mm-hmm. go there. Um, but, um, but no, man, I'm, uh, I'm, it's just opening my horizon to, oh yeah, these are companies. And then of course there are another bunch of companies you've never heard of. And those ones I'm a little less interested in because, um, I'm friends with enough people that work at companies that no one's ever heard of that if I, was going to take a shot at that kind of a company, I'd probably go through a referral than, than just cold mm-hmm. apply to a job. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean like I'm actively, I'm, I'm actively looking in the sense of I'm not, not checking email or I'm not, not having meetings and stuff, but I'm, I'm just taking it slow. Um, I had this amazing experience last week that, just opened my eyes to a whole other possibility where my buddy Phil, mm-hmm. retail Phil, who runs that podcast and um, has a consultancy where he helps brands and stores in the e-com world. Um, he invited me to, he teaches at uh, Centennial College and asked me to come in and do like a quick 30 minute SEO greatest mm-hmm. hits. Anyway, two hours later, I'm still lecturing on SEO and it started off as like a Q&A format and then it ended up me just getting up and just starting to lecture and the, the students loved it and I and I apologized to Phil because I was like, this is not what we had planned and he's like, no, 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 this is so much better. Like, just do it, man, yeah. do your thing. And I had kids coming up to me afterwards being like, so do you like, do you teach this? Like, where's your class? How do I sign up for your class? Can I, can I take your class? Um, and then Phil afterwards was like, Hey man, like there's some good money in this. Like you might want to like consider putting a class together. And, um, so that was really, and I had, I realized like I loved every minute of it. I didn't prepare anything cause it was supposed to be this Q and a mm-hmm. format. Um, the next day I just started jotting down like easily 12 lectures to just map out the whole like I could easily fill 45 to 50 hours of content um, with very little prep. Like I just, I know, I know SEO so well and I know the history and I know the, like I've just been in, I've been immersed in it for so long that it's, it would actually be a great anyway. So then there's that whole thing. And then I'm okay. So here's kind of like my, there's sort of two avenues I'm, Okay. There's, there's really two big questions that keep coming up over and over again is when I talk to people like Phil and when I talk to my other friends who are consultants, they're like, 
this is the greatest gift you've ever been given. You have some time. You should not go work for a company. You should go back to consulting and you know more and you, you've got a bit of buffer now. You've got some, you've got more savings. Christina's got a good job. Like now's yes. your time. Don't yes. ever go back. Yes. Like yes. this is it. You're a wolf. Don't ever go back. Don't ever get, you're not a dog. You're a wolf. Well, yeah. It's- and just stay a wolf. And here I have contracts for you. Like I need help. So I've got this client that needs help with this. And I've got this guy who needs this. And like, I can already get you started. Like, just don't, don't even think about it, but you have to just jump right in. Like, I need you to start tomorrow. I've got work mm-hmm. for you tomorrow kind of thing. So again, I'm sticking by my guns to say like, nope, <laughs> I'm not doing anything until January. So if you've got clients now, they're going to have to wait. I'm not entertaining well, that until well, January. I, 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 want, um, I wanted to ask you this though. So I feel like there's a few different paths. Like I feel you could, assuming you need money. Okay, I'm going to assume you need money. You know, you can either. I do need money. I have not I have not amassed okay. fuck you money. Okay, so you, I need money. Okay. I will need to work. You could either, I feel like do consulting stuff. So you have your flexibility in your schedule. You're going to, you know, meet different clients. You're back to kind of that old, old life. Um, And there's a lot of perks of that old life, I think. But second thing is you just continue to build able cells or you try to get us paid from pencil problems or whatever. Like, you know, you, you pursue your side projects to, um, you know, a hundred percent, hundred and twenty percent, or a third one, which seems like you're exploring a little bit more, is like looking for a job. And I just want you to talk through like the pros and cons of the three. I'm sure you've thought through all three. Um, yeah, and and, and then there's kind okay. of a fourth, I think. So, um, okay, so let's go. Consulting is easy. Uh, and, and by the way, I, I teach consulting I, I consider, is a great, I consider the teaching to be under consulting as well. If you were to go down that road. Okay. I think they're okay. a little different though. Okay. So I'll explain why. So to, to do what Phil is doing, I agree is consulting, which is like, so Phil has a consultancy and then he teaches mm-hmm. three days a week. That gives him a bit of income stability. He gets to have fun teaching. He enjoys teaching and he's a good teacher. And, um, and, and frankly, it just adds some structure to consulting is a very mm-hmm, unstructured mm-hmm. world. And there's kind of two decisions you need to make as a consultant. Are you building an agency or are you a freelance consultant? And that's a huge, huge yep. mental yep. jump that you need to make. And there is no doubt that if you want to make stupid money, because a lot of agencies can make stupid money, if you're up near the top, if you're a partner or a founder, then you need to be thinking about agency building, which means that you're not really consulting. You're only consulting for as many as you need to, to get your first hire. And then you're delegating as quickly Mm -hmm. as possible and you become a salesperson and you become Mm -hmm. a business person. So like you don't end up actually practicing a lot or else you only practice for select people. So I can honestly say right now that unless I found the right partner, I do not want to agency build. I wouldn't do it myself. I'd need to find, like if, if you came to me and said, we are going to build Tienan and Lax. We're going to build the new Toronto Tienan and Lax. We need uh, a creative agency along with like a UX focus. If you came to me and said that, I'd say, oh, let's go. Teen, like Kent and Nick, done. We're like, that's it. I would do it in a heartbeat. 
but and there's probably only five people on that list of people who could come to me and and I would consider so like for example um one of my good buddies Anson if he came to me and said okay we're building an app shop like we're building we're going to build apps for people we're going to build mobile apps we're going to build react apps we're going to build view apps we're going to build server side client side I would jump down I'd say okay but we need Nick for UX <laughs> so and then I'd like so that's like a pipe dream. I actually think that'd be so much fun, mm-hmm. but it requires two or three people to mm. jump in and take the leap. Um, okay. Freelancing, I think, freelancing is uh, to me okay. My my, my worry is Sorry, that for the me? for the first three years, I think I'd be fine. It's more like, what do I do when I'm forty and I'm still a freelancer? Like it. Unless you start to hit these big waves, you can quickly wake up and you're 40 and you realize that you're actually less attractive maybe as a consultant. You're, um, you, you're now, you've been out of the, the, the game for so long that it's hard to jump back in mm. if you wanted to. Whereas the opposite is not true. I could work my ass off at companies for the next 10 years and then go be a freelancer at 40 without any hiccup at all. So I think that there is a time in my life where I will be a consultant again. I don't know if it's when I'm 33. Okay. It might be when I'm 53. Okay. So that's kind of the way I think about that opportunity. The other alternative though, which I'm starting to, which I guess goes along with what you said around able cells is, and I want your, I would love your feedback on this one is. So as I've been taking able cells more seriously in the past two weeks because I've got that time. So when you ask me, what do I do during the day? I spend a lot of time thinking about, can I really turn able cells into, can I really buy a Tesla with able cells? That's kind of the question that I'm trying to answer right now. And which led me to a, a problem, which is why is it so hard for me to answer that question? Like I've been running this business for a year why can, can't I ask, answer that question? So I start with the obvious. I'm an idiot. Um, I don't really know how to run a business. <laughs> um, I don't have a proper accountant. So I made a list of all okay. these things. And I started really thinking about me being an idiot. And, and I thought about hiring an accountant. And like, but I realized that Shopify is really bad at telling you how much money, how much profit you're making. It's very good at telling you how much mm-hmm. revenue you make, but it's, it's, it's not there to help you run your business because it's not, that's not, yeah. that's not what it does. It's there to yeah. help you sell. So I use this app that helps me. I like input my cost of goods sold and all that stuff. And it's okay, but it doesn't answer the questions that I want it to answer. So like any good programmer, I have started building an app on top of Shopify that just, and for no other reason than for myself, because I don't, I have not found an app yet that is doing the things that I want this thing to do, which is like, where am I really losing money, making money? Which provinces am I losing money in? Which provinces should I do free shipping? Like, how do I make these Mm -hmm. decisions? And and this little set of Ruby scripts is helping me make those decisions. So one idea is to just package this into an app. Mm-hmm. So um, 
and I probably will. If for nothing else, then I'm, I'm essentially building it now. I may as well just add authentication and add a little bit of overhead to help you. Like if you have multiple stores, I could easily add that logic. So that opens up another whole thing where it's like, do I want to start building a product? Do I want to, do I want to be a, a more of an entrepreneur where I'm actually out there mm-hmm. building products? And that is the most fun, the most fun, but the most like, are you fucking crazy? Like, no, man, like you don't have that much time. You don't have that much runway. You don't have that much cash. Well, let's... like you're going to need to pick up another side project if you do that. Like this is going to become another side project and you already have a side project that you're already kind of struggling with. So now you're going to do two side projects. You're fucked. So you're not going to do side it. Side project like, would be like one of, you like... are building Shopify plugins. No, no, no. It oh, would be sorry, just sorry. as yeah, one. Yeah, like I think yeah. that there's enough here. Like there's enough to do in this app that I'm like, and I'm and, and again, there's 50 of these apps already mm-hmm. on Shopify, but they're not very well reviewed. Two of them are, are well reviewed. So all like any plugin or Shopify app, it's the power law. One or two apps for each category takes 80, 90% mm-hmm. of the market. Um, and, but again, I just feel like if I'm, if I'm not being served by this and I've been using it for a year, so it's not like I'm just saying I'm not being served by it. I'm li- literally, it's not doing what I want it to do. I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels that way. So I'm literally going to do the 37 signals base camp thing and say, if I am the only person that uses this app, it's worth me building this app. So, and then hopefully there are a thousand other people like me out there. Um, so that's a real, that's kind of happening. I probably spend a good hour a day building this thing and I'm pretty far already. Like you think is in the, in a plugin. I have no idea. I haven't even thought about how I would price this. I mean, it's the way Shopify does it is it'd be a recurring thing. And I think I would want to tie directly in with Shopify, like be on their app store and all that stuff. Cause you could do it separately. Like some apps don't even go in their app store. Um, but no, I think I jump right in and, um, you know, and go for it. So that's interesting. But really, um, if you did that, would that be primary or able sales would be primary? No, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, software is a lot easier than, than inventory. <laughs> so, I mean, if I could make money by somebody clicking a button and just using my software, that would be much better than able cells. But what I've realized again with able cells is I'm I'm never gonna st- I'm I'm not planning on stopping in that even if it was neutral even if it was mm-hmm. cost neutral, I am building. You know, so I've got over a thousand clients now or uh, customers. Th- these are a thousand people that I have a relationship with that I would not have had a relationship with had I not mm-hmm. started able cells. So even if I'm neutral and I'm just building clients or uh, uh that's wrong i say i'm such a consultant just building customers yeah customers <laughs> there's the word <laughs> who like and if again only 10 percent of them like me then you know if i ever decided to sell the business or to you know uh, create my own product or something then i could i feel like i would have a mm-hmm. launching pad with the, with those people that i could mm-hmm. that i could leverage um so, because uh, again, what I've realized even more from from last week is that 
to make serious money on on this side business uh, on a on a retail store, I, I'm I'm not. I don't think my brain is really understanding. Like I am so far away from a Tesla that it's it's almost now kind of like depressing me when I look at my Tesla by my packing station because I've realized what it's going to take for me to get it, and I'm like. Oh shit! I think the fastest way to this Tesla is the Shopify app. <laughs> um, I, well, I, I so, okay, so I, I do. I wonder if it is worth. Uh, if you think there's real value, and you don't think it's going to take you like a year to build this, then it, it might. It, yeah. No, it will not take me a year to build it. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually set a deadline and say like, this thing. I have to get an MVP of this thing out, as in like do do the five mm-hmm. things that I wanted to do um but by january 5th like yeah. that's my yeah that's my uh, goal and that'd be pretty good pretty good like if you build this and it's just like reoccurring passive income that'd be amazing um but i do think it's a bit of a pencil problem because like you started that whole thread uh yeah. oh it's 100 i know i know and i i know and it's like so to remind people again pencil problems are you know you're writing a book and you try to think about what pencil should i use to write the book and then you end up spending two weeks looking at pencils and then you order pencils and you test the pencils and then you would have been better off just using a pen and writing yeah. your fucking book. So, and, and again, what I'm realizing even more is that this is even, this is the most dubious kind of pencil problem. Here's why. Because the pencil problem has a potential for revenue. Um, and I think I'm in this delusional state where I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. Oh, this is easy. And I haven't realized yet how hard this is going to be. So now it's not even like, what pencil should I use? It's like, oh, I'm going to make my own pencil. I'm going to build a pencil. Oh, this is easy. None of these pencils feel right. I can't really use these pencils. I could build a better pencil. And that's a very scary yeah. prospect. And I'm, and I'm fully aware of this. So again, my acid test for that thinking though is does this thing really do something different that the other ones don't do? And right now it, it does one very basic thing dif- differently. And, um, and again, I am using it. So you, yeah. <laughs> I have gained, if, if you, if you do this, if you do the what? plugin and you have the January 5th deadline, I think that's cool. And I think you should do it, but you have to promise to do this other thing, which is get retail fill or get an accountant to just look at your business and give you an assessment of like, why are you not more profitable where you can cut corners, where you can improve your margin. But that's not so, but, but again, here's my, here, here's again, why this is a dubious okay. pencil problem. It's that I, I've kind of done that. And, and I know, I know like it's a lot of what we okay. talked about. I'm stocking too many products. I'm, so, but when I actually look at solutions for that, and I'm not saying I shouldn't do this, I'm sure that they will have better ideas than me and that there will be money well spent. But ultimately what it comes down to is when you're in retail, you're just, I'm selling mm-hmm. a commodity. Like Amazon sells it, other competitors sell it. The US dollar, like mm-hmm. on Black Friday, very few people bought from me on Black Friday. So I, I reached out and I talked to people and they're like, oh, well, <laughs> perfect keto as in like the people mm. that I sell had a 60% off mm. sale. 
So even though we were buying it in American dollars, they had free shipping and 60% off. It was way cheaper than what your discount was even mm. in Canadian dollars. And and I knew that, but I just didn't think that that would really like yeah. You, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like I I wasn't going to I wasn't going to go full Black Friday and basically lose um because I knew that my 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 suppliers were going to do these crazy sales that I couldn't compete with. So you're basically at the mercy of like it's it's a the the way you make more money is by selling more products. Mm. That's it. So like you can shave margin here and there. You can shave it you can get a dollar here, a dollar there. But how do you get $100,000? Well, you sell 100,000 items. And I'm selling so so really then it comes down to marketing again. All they're going to tell me is, "Oh, you just need more customers. You you need mm-hmm. to sell more things." And so again, going, how else am I spending my time? I'm after having, sorry, I'm just looking at like the fucking track here. And like, this is all, this is a full on just Ken talking episode. So I'm already feeling a little self-conscious here. So I apologize. Um, But I, what I love about SEO is that, and as I've talked about many times, it's the one growth tactic you cannot bullshit if you know seo you can prove it to someone very easily by saying here's something that didn't rank and here's how it ranks and here's what i did and are, i are can you, do it again are, are you upping That's your, your marching right now are you marching faster than you were before now that you have more time way okay. faster yes yes so i am spending a good two hours a day doing hand-to-hand seo combat as in practicing what I preach and um, documenting it so that when the time comes where we'll get into part four of what I'm thinking of doing, can can you tell me my problem is I just, I I just, I can't just pick one thing. I always have to do more than one thing. It's a fucking sickness. Um, Picking up off the feedback I got last week and knowing that there is still an audience hungry for Mm -hmm. SEO Getting past my imposter syndrome that I'm not qualified to teach it, if I can get past that, I do think that I need to write a book or something that not a, not a, not like a Nick book, but like a an ebook or something like that that I would charge, I don't know, some money for nine bucks, ten bucks. People would buy that for sure. Um, yeah, and I would just be like, hey, here is here's. SEO and you've seen it before, but here it is. It's 10 bucks. It's not a lot. It's just like, here's my take on it. And I have a very interesting perspective. And my perspective is 99% of everything you read about SEO is all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all, it's all people like Neil Patel trying to fill 365 days worth of content. There are three things you have to do and it's hard and it sucks and it's like exercising. Like you can't get muscles without feel, exercising. And there is testosterone, I, I, yeah. like steroids that you can buy, but they're going to fuck you up. And like, here's the hard work you have to do. And look, I did it. Here's Able Cells. And here's like, so this is not some voodoo. I'm showing you what I'm doing over here. And I, yeah, like, I honestly, I, I think there's a huge market for that. Um, just because like SEO is something that, is very elusive to everybody, not just in tech space, people who are running any kind of business online. Everyone wants that 
solution for the SEO and how do you, you uh, how do I rank my site better? And people pay big money like for these courses that teach them shortcuts to kind of get their thing ranking higher. And they're all over the place. Like my buddy, he I, he he's bought into a couple of these courses. He probably spent like a like at least a couple like maybe a couple thousand dollars on these courses. I'm, I'm sure. Um, well, and and that's so. And again, I haven't thought about this, so please don't hold me to this because I I don't know. Um, is when you look at people like Neil Patel mm-hmm. or other um kind of SEO celebrities, they charge. Ten thousand yeah. dollars for these, for these like, I mean, some of them are like live courses, like where you come and like mm-hmm. do a workshop, but they, but but again, that just feels a little. Um, now again, with a guy like Neil Patel, though, he is charging that because he has so many people who would pay him five hundred dollars. So he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to up my price to two thousand. And then he had so many people. Who are still going to pay two thousand? He's like, fine. I'm gonna. It's like Disneyland. It's like if we make the tickets prices high enough, we can control our 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 number of visitors, and then people still show up, and they're like, fuck. Okay, well, can we charge a thousand dollars a day? And they would probably still be at capacity if they charged a thousand dollars a day. So, like, I understand that, but there's part of me that thinks that there's an easier play here, where it's like, look, here's like a this on the on the other end. Here's a thirty dollar twenty dollar book um like just mm-hmm. I, I don't know part of me is like i think you could get the tail end of people who aren't going to spend five thousand dollars um oh yeah, anyway, no, no, i don't know this anyways, is all just I, like I, that all that said I, I think it's uh there's revenue to be made there i think there's a market for that i also think it's nice in that it fits into this whole seo expert umbrella uh, and that's like the niche that you've carved out for yourself in terms of your career and who you are in Toronto, right? And um... well, I hope so. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm trying to do. But then there's this 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 third piece where it's like, what if I? So, what if I double down on Shopify mm-hmm. and SEO, where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm a I help you grow your Shopify, like that. Like that's the that's the consultant niche yeah. that I would carve. And it's like, look, I have apps. I, ha- I built my own mm-hmm. fucking Shopify app. I know this thing really well. I have my own store. Here are my numbers. I, I use SEO. Here's my book. Like if I become this like, um, that to me is mm-hmm. very compelling. But again, I have this imposter syndrome that I'm not qualified. There are way better people out there than me to do that. Um, I'm the... The, the path for that is it sounds easy and good just the same way where last week we were like, Hey man, you should be the, the kids UX guy. Mm-hmm. Like anytime anyone in the world is like, Hmm, I wonder what, like you should be in that room. Like when, when Indigo is designing their store space and they want to have a kid section, they should be like, fuck, we got to get shim in here. We got to get Nick shim. Um, I think he's in Dubai giving a ten thousand dollar a day uh, lecture right now. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring him in. Like it, you really could do that. I one hundred percent. If we're if we're looking at the world from a quantum, like you've got all these different possibilities with different probability values, there is a path with a large p value where that could be a future for you. But it's still a probability. And it's still really hard to actually make that happen. I think you'd need to focus a lot of effort. I think you'd need to, 
yep. do things that make yep. you feel uncomfortable, like talk about yourself yep. way more than you want to. I have those same fears. Like I even you saying that make, makes me feel I don't know so uncomfortable. <laughs> but but did you do you disagree that you could see a future I, I like think that? Any of us could like I think I can get you can get like Alicia can. Well, it's hard to be harder for her, but if you build up enough of your own celebrity and your own kind of, um, you know, who, who you are in the space and you can talk yourself up, I'm sure just doing that alone opens up a whole bunch of op- opportunities um, that are close to me right now because I don't do that. And But I, now, but I feel like you have a huge, I'm not disparaging um, your wife, but I mean, I think that anyone who has a... Um, you have academic credentials, you have work experience, and you have work experience for not just any company, for a very top company. Like you're, it would be the equivalent of, you know, someone who wants to be a search engine expert working at Google and then leaving Google and being like, well, I know a lot about search engines. People will be like, fuck yeah, you do. You worked at Google for five years and you went to school for it. And you, you know, like, I feel like you could easily, um, like that's a very, the, the, the thing I'd be worried about if I was your, your business manager and you came to me and said, Kent, I want to, I want to go full, like you're my booking guy, go book me all these things. My worry would be like, do you have enough of a, so, okay. In my problem, it's like, there's absolutely millions of people in the world who want to learn SEO, but there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who think they're qualified to teach it. <laughs> in your world, I feel like there's, there might only be a hundred thousand people in the world who want to hire you to be this expert, but there's probably only 50 or a hundred people qualified mm. to do it. So you're actually in a much it's like when you make it, you will make it in stratosphere levels where you could just say it's $10,000 I, I feel like there's my a greater demand like, in your space, but I feel like, yes, there are hundreds of thousands of people doing it, but I would say that 80, 90% of them are kind of hokey, very hokey, very black hat, very like get rich quick kind of um, tone and to their approach as well. So I feel like if you really made an effort to cut out that, uh, get into that kind of Shopify SEO niche, which I think there's um, a huge opportunity for, I think you would crush it personally. Um, because I think, I, I, I think, I, I don't know, but, but there's still, I, there is a lot of noise and there is a lot of competition, but I do think that you don't need a, a, a lot right now. Like, I don't know if you're, you just, I think, need to prove it out to like a few stores. And I, I and I kind of think you just kind of goes from there. And I, I think you, you're in this unique op- time in your life right now where you have that flexibility. Like it's not like you, you don't, you don't have fuck you money, but you also don't need to work tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm very lucky that I, I have the, it's funny, you know, you heard about this whole GM closing mm-hmm. the Oshawa yeah. plant. And like, yeah. it was, a, it was a, one of those like check your privilege or just like count your chickens, whatever. I don't know if that's the right. It's like, fuck man. Like yeah. it sucks. I lost my job too. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, a, I'm with you brother, sister. Like it, there's a, there's a shitty feeling no matter how qualified or unqualified you are. 
but that you know you see this guy on TV and he's 50 and he's been doing this for 30 years and has no other skills and it's like holy shit what are you going to do like like what are you going to do mm. man like i i don't know what you're going to do and i and i worry about whereas like i don't have fuck you money but i have like um you know like frig you money in the sense of i can take a month to say let's pick the right opportunity instead of just like jumping into the next yeah. thing next week and be like oh man this was a mistake like this is a shitty company or fuck cineplex sucks and, or and honestly um, worst case scenario so you are collecting ei and you're hanging out with your kids and i think that's amazing too because this is like time you're never going to get back especially that's true i hadn't yeah. i it's funny it's, it's a, you're the second person who told me to like look at ei and i was like man i haven't even i didn't even think about that as an option like i didn't I mean, even just, just but, think about yeah why not i mean yeah, we've been you paying into it for so long <laughs> for all this you, time at least you get paid out from it now um but you know it's also like you're not gonna like emma's only gonna be this age like once she's gonna like jack jack's already like i know this with my even my older nephew he's like six going on seven soon and he's just a kid now he's not that same like he's still cute and fun but he, yeah. he's a kid he's different now you know he has like he has, he has like big big kid problems now and it's it's just not it's not it's not the same um but he, he, even with him like that that time is gonna it's 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 very ephemeral it's there right now it's gonna be gone like in in like a, a few years from now he's not gonna be recognizable anymore yeah no i know and but again, by that logic, like, why don't you just, uh, you know, yeah. why don't like I could yeah. say the same no, thing no. to you? And it's it's true. It's it, but like, I'm sure every kind of young parent thinks about it in terms of like, how do I, how do I get yeah. more flexibility in my time so I can hang out with my family more? Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> or at least like, yeah, you you should be asking that. Like, if you, uh, yeah, no, and I, you're right, and I. I think the, and that's why I'm, I'm, I appreciate you letting me kind of just talk this out loud here. Um, even though I feel self-conscious, it's, it's the, the Kent show today, but, um, my worry is that I'm just creating multiple pencil problems and that, but that's just me. Yeah, no, no, I agreed. And, and I think that, um, but, but again, I, the, the thing I keep coming back to is, it's I've been living with these other ones for a year and they're, they're just not quite what I want for whatever reason. So I don't know. And maybe you get, again, maybe it's just me looking at it with these eyes and I'm totally biased because I, I want to do it and I do. And I, and again, this is, the, this is the other thing I've realized. And we talked about this a bit last week too, but like, why don't I, I think I'm a software guy. I think I'm a programmer. Like, I don't think yeah. I'm a marketing guy, even no, though I love SEO. You're, you're, you're a marketing guy. So, <laughs> I don't know, you man. Think, you I, think so? I feel I used to be in your same boots and a couple, maybe I haven't coded in like maybe a couple of years now and I've accepted that I'm not a developer anymore. I'm just, I'm just not. Um, no, but like, mm-hmm. but, okay, can I tell you what I, can mm-hmm. I tell you what I bought? So here's another thing. So you're asking me how I spend my time. Here's another thing I do. So I try to learn. I'm spending an hour a day just trying to learn yeah. something. So I bought 
book called Genetic Algorithms and Machine Learning oh. for Programmers. Wait, I, I have I, so I have I'm option writing five for you, by the way, which is related to this. But continue. Okay, because I'm 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 now in my own time, an hour a day, learning how to write a genetic algorithm in C plus plus. Um, and I'm I'm having, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is great. I love these problems. Like this is like. And then I got this other one about how to build my own shader so I can start effing around with 3D stuff. And it's just like, if I could get paid to just yeah, yeah, yeah. learn how to like, like learn how to code again. Um, and, and these are like expert books. Like they assume you're already a programmer. And I'm like, I have to, I've had to look a few things up. I'm like, shit, what's a red black tree again? Like I remember those from school, mm. but I don't really remember. And then I look up the algorithm. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember how to do this. Like, okay, breadth first, depth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. Um, and, and I'm like, maybe I'm like, maybe I'm a programmer. Maybe I should just get a programming job and just come home, do my, you know, eight to 10 hours a day, yeah. like, you know, make decent money. I, no, I, don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. Just forget all this other a, a friend of mine, He was a product guy at Hulu. Then they got bought out by Verizon and, um, Verizon decided right. to, I think they wanted to spin off some product that was related to Hulu. I don't know. Then they essentially closed it down and my buddy just got, he's like, Hey, um, I know you're supposed to work here for X number of years, but why don't we just pay you out now? He's like, um, oh, okay, cool. So he's kind of early retired right now <laughs> and he's just like, well, but, but like kind of like, fuck you. I, I, I don't know what, what, what the, the package was, but I assume it's pretty decent. And but he was also, he did computer science at U of T years ago, and he hasn't programmed in many years. Um, but he's like, I'm, I'm kind of learning how to do web programming right now, and I'm hoping to get an entry-level web development job somewhere. And he, he, he lives yeah. out in like uh, yeah. in the Valley right now, or like in, around SF right now. And um, he's like, maybe I can just get a programming job at one of these tech companies. I, I think that would be really fun. And then, so he's taking like a course on web programming right now, and he's, but he's loving it. Um, and he's like, oh, I'm writing code. It's like the most elegant code in my whole class. I'm sure he's like, oh, I'm, I'm killing this. This is great. And I'm um, <laughs> learning how to do this. And I, I have these little projects in mind. And yeah, but he his, his goal is to kind of get back into uh, get an entry level development job. But he, a part of him knows that this is not really going to happen. And he's going to just end up getting another product job somewhere else. Um, and maybe that's sort of what I'm flirting with too. It's like, and and believe me, I what I what I love about coding, what I realize is that that sense yeah, of control yeah, yeah. and um, that sense of complete like domination of an environment of like whatever I want this to be. It, it's the closest thing to mal to alchemy yeah, yeah, and magic. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Like that's a cliche quote, but it's so fucking true because you can just sit there and will something into existence. Um, and that's very addictive. It's a very, mm -hmm. as a creative person, it's so powerfully creative. Yeah. Um, and and I, I, so it could also just be that I'm drunk on, like I, I could just have more time to code and I'm, and I'm loving it or it's like, well, coding's fun, man. I don't know. And you know, even though I don't code much anymore outside of like maybe that one web app that I built last year for, for fun for my fantasy basketball stuff, I, do you think it's um i don't i don't think your developer mind ever kind of leaves like you 
my like my brain i still think very logically i think because of the years of schooling and training in that and thinking in that way um so i don't think it ever really kind of leaves you but hand being hands-on actually building something is is really satisfying and Oh, now that you speak about it, I'm like, yeah. I, I think I substituted writing for develop for coding. <laughs> so I, st- I started writing a lot more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, but I, I don't know, like, yeah. And, and so, and, and what I found interesting is this, this battle that goes on in my head where I, I sit down every morning and it, so in the mornings I try to, cause I'm also mm-hmm. like making dinner every night and like picking up the kids and like, I'm, so I'm really from like three o'clock onward, my day's kind of done. Like I, if I don't get something, if I don't get it done by three, three 30, I'm, I'm not going to get it done. So I really try to use my mornings and um, that's where I try to get my, like as much work as I can done. And uh, where's it going with this? Oh yeah. There's part of me again, that knows that I have this SEO mm-hmm. book in me. Like the fact that I went up, and talked for two and a half hours and kept the classroom engaged. And I'm like, why don't I just write, even if I just gave fake lectures to, to my teddy bears and recorded it and then transcribed it, that would be enough of a start to, to get me into like, I have a, a piece of like, I have a lot of words to say about SEO. So, and I feel like that's very marketable and I could easily make money off of that too. And I'm interested in it. So all these things that are checking off, but then at 9.30 in the morning when I sit down and I have a choice mm. to code or write, mm. I code. And part of me is trying to think, is that the pencil problem? Is the is the coding, like like you said, is it a distraction? Is this is this Shopify app a distraction? And what I really should be doing is, is, is writing. Um, mm. And that's an interesting... Or is the writing a distraction? Yeah, I, well, I don't. I, <laughs> and or is this all a distraction? And I should just be getting a hundred a hundred sales a day and able sales. Oh God! Um, the problem is you're, you're, so, you have too many skills and you have too many interests. <laughs> well, no, but 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 again, it, it's I'm I'm worried now. Even as I'm saying this, that it's like. So, can you believe that last week? And this is where I knew. Like what I love about this podcast is that it has raised my awareness of pencil problems. So last week, if nothing else, this podcast saved me last week where I created another (laughs) Shopify store and I was like, okay, I'm going to drop ship kids toys. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. And I was like, I know SEO. I did some light keyword research. I was like, that's it. So I installed the the drop shipping plugins and I got about two and a half hours in and I noticed myself registering a domain. And I was like, you <coughs> fucking idiot. You have a business right over here that is making money every day. Yet you are going to start another business because it's a little hard right now. Like you're in a little bit of a dip with this other business. So you're going to start another business. Like, like, are you crazy? And I could hear this conversation in my head being like, are you fuck? Have you learned nothing this year? Like you started a podcast about this problem. This, you have a bug. This is not a feature. You think this is a feature. This is a bug. You need to, destroy this site, pretend it never happened, 
and go back to work on the thing that's already making money for you that you've already put yeah. a year of your life into. Like that has a very clear path to make more money. You just need to sell to more people and buy your yeah. goods yeah. for less money. That's it. That's all you have to do. Find a hundred more customers and save a dollar on every order and you're going to get your Tesla. So get to work, stop complaining and and put in the time and just do it. And then that's when I internally said, um, I'm going to redouble on, on SEO because so, so here's kind of the, after saying all that, here's kind of the plan by spending the time and really focusing on the SEO of able cells. I'm accomplishing two things. One, I'm proving three things. I'm proving to myself that I really know what I'm doing and the results are there. And I'm feeling very good that I do know what I'm doing because I, pu- I can put up a, a number and I can start getting that number for like traffic wise from mm-hmm. it, from SEO. So that's just a nice ego boost. And it also proves to me that I actually know what I'm talking about and I am not doing any of the stuff that conventional mm-hmm. SEOs tell you to do. I'm ignoring 90% of it. And I'm focusing on what I believe is the core of SEO, okay. which is links. That's it. But that's the hardest part. So if, but I, I feel like if I can get that message out to enough people that of the 315 ranking factors that Google claims to use, you only need to worry about four of them and the rest is all bullshit. And, and I've got the proof to show it to you. So it's like by, by driving up the SEO of Able Cells, I'm increasing my bottom line. I'm getting closer to my Tesla because I'm not spending money and I'm getting orders. And I'm also building up a case study to then create a piece of content or a book or a course or a a class or whatever, which is like, I feel like I have a different take on SEO. Here's my proof. And my course costs Um, (laughs) $15,000. No, I'm kidding. Costs $15. And um, I'm going to sell 20,000 of them on the first day. It goes first on Hacker News. Like, yeah. and then I was thinking from a content perspective, I'm continuing every day to write my, um, so I had this like brainwave in the shower today, which is, so my original goal was on the anniversary of my Shopify store to write 365 things I learned nice. from running a Shopify store. And I think I'm at a 267, so I didn't quite make it and I've blown past my anniversary. Hmm. So, but in the shower today, I was like, a thousand things I learned is better. That's a better, that's a catchier title. So why don't I just try to get a thousand? <laughs> and that to me is all that a thousand is a piece of content to you know, sell my if, SEO if you, course. If you, you can so, probably start a course with just 100, but you know, probably don't even need a thousand, but yeah, just saying. But like, okay, and and and, and a thousand is like now that I say it out loud, I'm like, holy shit! Like, I'm struggling at two sixty seven. Like, maybe I should just do three hundred really good ones, um, yeah. instead of a thousand shitty ones. A hundred solid ones, man. Um, and then you can run that course whenever you want. Okay, well there you go. So, but like, but that could just be a piece of content that I think could easily get to the top of Hacker News because I could get mm-hmm. the mission to publish it out again, and then. And then really though, what that is, is like, hey, if you like this, you're going to love my yeah, SEO yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and here it is. You can go buy it right now. It's $15 and um, it's how I built this business. Um, 
so it's funny like um someone from i think it was from udemy they reached out to me and they said like they saw an article i wrote about uh user testing with kids and they thought that i should write a course about or run a course about designing for kids yes it's a great idea okay talk about like why i just i just ignored it why haven't you done this tell me um I felt it was a pencil problem, man. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I just don't have time for this right now. I'm like, I'm going to make a course. What's involved in making a course? I got to make something that feels very compelling. It's going to take me a bit of time around this. Um, and then is there even much payoff from this? Have you ever like done a Udemy course? course? Or... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because like they're not, some of them are not no. that they're, like they're, they're, they're in not depth. that in-depth. But it's a, but if I'm going to do it, I want to make something a little bit more like, proper, fair. right? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, as soon as I said that, I realized like if it was me, yeah. I would I would go all in. So, and yeah, then I, I, I I'm like, that. and then what's the point? I was like, there's so many courses out there. Who's going to really give a shit about mine? And I was like, whatever. I just don't really have time for this right now. Um, but it is interesting and i didn't and just because you mentioned this and you mentioned this whole like expert thing perceived expert and all this other stuff like um yeah maybe there is there is a market for for, for that um i think there's definitely a market for that seo stuff <laughs> no but dude but no no I, i'm way more bullish on your expertise here because um you're you're building an evergreen expertise like the problem with seo is that google could actually change something tomorrow and my entire theory and my entire practice would be totally different. Like maybe they're like, you know what? There's too many people scamming us with these links. Fuck links. Links are dead. We're not going to do links anymore. The robots have told us that anyone who has uh, 15,462 Pinterest likes, that's the best page on the <laughs> internet. All you have to do is get 6,432 Pinterest likes. And then yeah. that's going to be the top. No, like no, seriously, yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but the fact that robots are taking yeah. over the search algorithm, like, weird shit like this could actually start to happen. And a lot of people have yeah. theorized that it's already happening. So, um, but again, that's the, but that's the bullshit. So I'm cutting through it and being like, no dummies. It's still the links because that's the hardest thing to get. It's the most mm-hmm. valuable thing on the internet is to get a link. So of course they're going to put it highest because it's, and it's too easy to spot a fake link. So you can't buy them anymore because they're too easy to find. So just don't do that. Um, <laughs> And I have a great story because I bought 600 right. shitty links for Able Cells um, as a thought, like as an experiment to prove to myself that it that it would do exactly oh, yeah, what I thought yeah. it would do. So I wrote it down first. I was like, "Here's what, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to spike for three weeks and I'm going to drop." Did you, and it, did that's you exactly drop lower, what happened. Lower than when you I was started. Like, Fuck. I, so yes. You got, you got yes. Hundred percent. So I'm being penalized yeah. now. Hundred percent. And it's a small one. It's like, you know. Instead of being um, seventh, I'm ninth, but that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. That's 400 views a month. So um, anyway, but no, back to I, you. You're building. I, I guess the, the but the things I'm doing, I, and it's weird because my side project right now is this writing and this book stuff, and it's all very. But but that but that plays into it. It, it does. It. it if nobody, yeah. hey, hey, no, hear me out. Hear me out. That so okay. this is I'm your agent right now. This all this all makes sense because what you're really creating thought leadership in is uh, this idea of really kind of like dads and tech, <laughs> like parenting, like yeah. really like being a parent and being in tech. Like that's the the superset, 
And then from that, you've got these different angles, these different vectors of attack. So one of them is you wrote this really powerful book about the first year of being a dad. That's really cool. Oh, you also work with kids pretty much all day. Like, are you designed for kids all day? That's interesting. Um, and now you've got this two pronged. So like, imagine now when you get asked to go speak at these conferences, when you're at Kai giving the keynote paid talk about designing for yeah. kids, like <laughs> for $10,000, of course. Um, and a, a lot of au bon pain, um, nice. uh, muffins too. Um, I just remember because you and I ate there every morning at the Kai conference in Boston. That's like one of my only memories of that conference. Um, sorry, can just can you take a step back and like think about how little we appreciated how special that time was together? Like, I did not appreciate how special that grad school time was. I did not one. I did what? not at all appreciate how amazing yeah. that was. It, it's funny because, uh, yeah. Like getting to go to these prestigious conferences and sitting next to like my best, one of my best friends sitting there with you, idolizing Yanchip Chase and rubbing shoulders with these legends and the fact that Ron himself was a legend. Like anyway, I, I just, I really wish I could go back and, and redo grad school because I think I would have well, taken were, it so much more like, seriously. I feel like you were like me. Like um, it, it was interesting. And then at some point it's like, okay, let's just try to get out of here as soon as possible, I want to start making money again. Like at I, I, I some point, that's where the, like maybe yeah. at the year mark, that's where it flipped for me. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I got the taste of this. Um, let's continue. And I guess we knew we weren't going to be profs and like, we, we knew that that wasn't the, the but, but man, it, like, it, but it was, um, it was cool, man. Anyway, the, but, I, the thing I appreciate the most about grad school was that every week they had these like, guest lecturers that would speak to the whole computer science department and these were people like doing groundbreaking things in computer science not necessarily in hci but in anything computer science and you just learn learn about like how computers are solving the world's problems how are people doing it and that's just really interesting because it just pulls you back from the space that you're always in you know like it was it was was amazing oh yeah yeah um yeah yeah. Sorry. Okay, but anyway, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. you're giving this this call like your your passion project that you that we've been talking about for the past year becomes this like footnote in your in your talk. You have like this oh like and you might not even choose to mention it. And then it's like when somebody then googles you and and looks you up, they're like, "Annie wrote this book." Like, so it to me it's this like. Um, and what's what's again amazing is every minute you're at Sego, you are building that. Like you're not hurting yourself. Like okay, like let's say I go back and take a, um, I don't know, uh, like a a VP of marketing mm-hmm. at some startup. Like that's really great, and I would get a ton of. Uh, I'd learn a lot, and hopefully my team would push me, and I would learn from them, and I'd have this great opportunity. But it's actually almost taking away in some way from my expertise because if I want to be this Shopify SEO person, then like, why is he a VP of marketing? Like clearly he's not making enough money to be like, he should have like six stores and he should be wheeling and dealing, you know, like, so whereas for you, you're building this like institutionalized. Uh, I think you can argue both ways. Cause I think um, if you're at some fancy startup at VP of marketing doing 
obviously SEO stuff is falls under the kind of marketing kind of umbrella. You are building credibility. If you know, that company does well, a lot of that, you're going to get a lot of those kudos for sure. And that just builds this whole SEO credibility to what you're doing. Right. That's fair. I don't know. I just feel like SEO is ephemeral. Like one day, no one will care about SEO. Whereas what you're doing is something that when you're 60, it's still a thing. That makes sense? Like there's always going to be a younger generation that you're considering. And um, that's something that's not going to go away. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's a lot more evergreen than than tying yourself to a, like tactics, which is kind of what, what SEO is. Like if I was going to become a growth, you know, like really try to like be like an Andrew Chen, you know, like of um, that's a very different kind of a, the, the, that is, is more just like a business consultant at that point, which is something mm. that I have no, anyway, I'm just, I think you, you still have a huge opportunity here and every step you're taking right now you're still on that path, which I think is really cool. Like going to work tomorrow at Sego, still on that path. Finishing your book before Christmas, still on that path. Like there's no fighting. Uh, you kind of have this kind I, of clarity. I, I, whereas I, 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 I don't know. I feel I'm like just, you, you, you've I, I think so. your whole career professionally, you're doing this kind of um, Shopify store. Obviously it's being driven obviously all through like SEO marketing, um, I don't know. I feel like everything you're doing is is packaged up, bundled up really nicely too. Um, you know what? I, what my 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 kind Maybe. of realization anyway, we're just like, conversation is that I should be your booking agent and you should be mine, and that's what we really should be doing because we both <laughs> obviously have imposter syndrome and uh, we should just get someone else to sell us. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. That'd be that'd yeah. be a fun little yeah. experiment I think that'd to be do. Amazing to do. Um, I, I I have I have two two thoughts. I know we've been doing we've been talking for almost an hour and twenty minutes now, but I have two two things. One I think is going to take us off on a bit of a tangent. Um, but the other, uh, okay. So I had this. So remember, I I I have this um, plan of I'm going to try to get this book published. If that doesn't work out, I'm going to try to self publish, and then I'm going to have a whole bunch of essays. I'm going to write that. Um, when my book is launched, I'm just going to keep pushing these out that are going to be around parenting. I have some in the can already that are then going to push to the book. So that was my high level plan. Now I realized like I wrote this one article about uh, uh, dreaming of robots, thinking of robots or something like just how Abby's going to grow up in a different time than I have. And I've, I've actually put a lot of, I've beefed it up from when I, I sent that to you like maybe a month ago. I've changed a whole bunch of things. Um, I really like it. I sent it to Alicia. She really likes it. I think she almost cried at one point. Um, and then she's like, you should just submit this somewhere. You should submit it to like a publication and uh, do something with it, right? Mm-hmm. So part of me, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely do want to do that. Um, but I was thinking I should wait until I figure out this whole book thing and wait for that to come out first before I do yeah, that. Yeah, you should. Now, I guess the only small problem, not a big problem, but in this uh, essay I highlight the year 2018 but the year 2018 is kind of coming to an end right now um, but I guess maybe I just I just change change some some bits around but I should wait for the book to come out first right I should make that call 
But what if what if that call doesn't happen in for another year? <sighs> no, I think that. So I want to reread yeah. this now. I think I you, you said it to me, me right? The link is still good, but yeah. Yes. Okay, because I think I do remember reading. I remember reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. like that theme. I've read something that you wrote. Okay, so to me that even if you wait till not 2019 or even 2020 for the worst case scenario, um, you could just go back and re-edit that post and update any reference or like you're, what you're talking about is okay. not a 2018 thing. Yeah. I mean, you might drop references, but you're just, you're talking about something that's just more timeless. Like you're talking about like my dad and I had this conversation today about how, you know, GM probably closed the plant in Oshawa because less people are buying cars because of ride sharing. And like, it's that, and then just realizing how hard this conversation mm -hmm. is to have with my dad. Cause he has so little context is like what you're describing here, where you're in such different mm -hmm. world, you're going to be in such different worlds that she's going to be having this conversation with you one day, even though you're a tech guy yeah. and it's totally going to be lost on you. Um, and so that is a very, pertinent timeless yeah. kind of a so yeah i mean like you could submit it to a ton of places and um you have no that's one of those really great when you talk about an asymmetrical option like that's an asymmetrical option right now where you have this great piece of content and you um can just for free submit it to thousands of places and hope that yeah. one of them picks it up you know i mean that's a very that's a good now it takes time and, and effort and whatever but like that's a that's a, a good option you, you to, should call uh, for sure uh, i'm gonna that's a great idea yeah i'm gonna need you to write the i will pitch, gladly the, hope the pit the pitching emails the mission, i'm gonna sure. just send. the mission the okay. mission the mission is a lock the mission is a lock because i i'm i have a decent enough relationship where i could easily uh, but that's not going to no, give I you want, a lot. That's going to give you, yeah. I want to get just a bunch some, of medium I don't followers. Know. Anyways, I I have some thoughts. Yeah, this is like an Atlantic. This is a Wired. This is a a New Yorker, a Walrus, a Monocle. Like, that would be amazing. But it's um, anyways. It, it's not a huge. It's only like a thousand yeah. words or something. But um, yeah, yeah. And like you might get notes back being like, "Hey, this is really good. It yeah. needs to be twice as long," <laughs> or. Um, you know, I have no idea how that, that world but works, I, but I, um, I, need to, I need to get the book sorted first. But yeah, no, I. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so that, that, that's number one. Number two, um, and maybe we can start this. We don't have to finish it today, but I have an app idea. So I was thinking about. <laughs> mm, oh God. <laughs> so dangerous. I was thinking a little bit about what are, uh, if I do another project around Abby or fatherhood or, and it wasn't because I'm in this, I'm in this writing groove right now. Mm, and I'm like, what else okay. could I do with this? And um, one thing that I do find incredibly interesting right now is um, actually not related to writing, but Abby's like, it's cool because she is like 18, 19 months now and her speech is kind of developing and you hear words emerging and, um yeah and i already like where this okay. is going um just for but the it's record interesting because <laughs> i'm in she's but she's she's speaking <laughs> and 
it's I can see that sometimes she's probably incredibly frustrated because she's babbling about something. She's saying something. She's trying to tell me, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Emma's, and, Emma's, and Emma's I'm kind of still laughing, right now. Yeah, and, and but I don't yeah, know what to say because I don't really know what yeah, she's saying. Yeah. I'm trying to pay attention, trying to figure it out. Um, and sometimes it just seems like something funny, so I'm just laughing. But it's really like no, I'm I'm trying to say banana. Like, come on come on dad i'm trying to say banana give me the fucking banana like that's really what she's trying to say um but i yeah, noticed that yeah. there are certain uh nuances to her speech like she doesn't say l's all her l's are n's um she can piece together like two maybe three words but sometimes she she can't like um I, yeah, because the l's a problem like when she says stool she can't say stool she'll say stew and um but I, I think if i pay attention closer there's probably a rule set that's governing everything that she's trying to say so there's oh interesting okay this okay, just took okay, a turn this okay. isn't what i was expecting so but carry I'm on i'm wondering if it makes sense to or if it's possible uh, to well if a i pay closer attention and i define this rule set and i feed it into um maybe some sort of machine learning algorithm or something um, where we can figure out some patterns and we could then uh, in real time, almost like a Google translate for babies or kids, or maybe it would just be my daughter really. Um, but it's almost like, yeah, like what would, what would, what, what would a, a baby translator sound like? <laughs> you know what I, yeah. You know what I just had a flash of? Have you, have you seen that Simpsons episode with, you must have seen this one with Homer's yeah, brother yeah, Herb, yeah. who creates the baby translator. Well, this is it. This, this, this is oh it. Oh my god! I just had like a this total, a total flash. Okay, so let me, let me, let me, let me. Okay, we can, we should do a whole episode on because this is a really interesting idea, and I, and that episode we did where we dissected an idea actually was very popular. So I feel like this is a good one. But okay, here's two things to say. One is that what what you've just pitched to me. Sounds extremely amazing, yes. but very, very hard. I think that my my knee-jerk reaction is that this would be potentially one of the most popular apps in the entire world if it was executed properly. I can't imagine there being an app that would be, this would get bought by Google, this would get um, bought by Microsoft. Like this would be something that would not only get acquired, but would also be- Yeah. Um, Dude, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But but really, like if 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 done properly, it would it would it, and it might not even need to get bought because it might be so it might make so much money that like you could charge a hundred dollars for this app and people would buy it if they really thought that it would help them understand their kids. Um, but I actually thought you were going to take this in a very in a much simpler direction, which I still totally, think. But but is, if, if but, uh, is it is it totally unreasonable though? Because like let's just say there, there was there, there's. No, no, no. It's it's oh, not unreasonable. Sure. It's but very like hard, if, though. She can say like, it's be, be, because because the, the the training data you need for this, like, think about. No, 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 no. So, yeah, and again, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to I, shoot I it down. Really, this is just I my just, initial. I just thought term. about this before before the podcast. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if because if you need to like really you need to employ mm -hmm. some kind of a neural net or machine learning to 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 do the translation, right? That's the only yeah. way you can get really good translation, and. So what you need is you, you'll need a custom learning set for each kid or, well, that's actually not true. That's something mm. I don't know. So you need to talk to like a speech language, speech language pathologist to see if like, 
do all kids and actually we took Jack to one. So I do know that like 89% of kids make the same 10 mistakes. So like you could generalize this across all children, but your training set, like you're going to need to know what, um, so when they say like stew, you're going to need to then have an interface that says, Oh, that was stool. Right. And then, then you hold your phone. Yeah. So like, that's actually probably not that hard. You could probably yeah. use ML kit, like Apple's built-in machine learning kit to do that. Um, okay, but okay. Can, can I pitch you on an even simpler yeah, yeah, yeah. version of where I thought you were going with this? Why not just create an audio diary of your kids saying words at different times and then you get this nostalgia of yeah. like, this is how you used to say stool. So, yeah, that, now this is how you say stool. That, that totally like, crossed my mind, but that's just, not... That's not mass, mass. That's just like a personal diary for myself. But I mean, like, yeah, but it's kind of like those daily video diaries, no, no, for, but it's for, like for, a daily. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And I was even thinking, like, you know, she today she said banana and she's never said banana before. She used to always say nana. And before that would be like, nah. And it's it's just cool like this has happened over the span of maybe maybe a few months maybe that okay hang on i feel like we need to i've got a lot of thoughts here that are jumping so let's let's park this one and have a good like app discussion maybe that'll be our our next topic like a good app discussion like let's break this down if you want to talk about it publicly because it is a very good idea and i'm surprised that they're actually i'm surprised it doesn't exist let's talk about it do should we should we just um, cut cut from before okay and end it there or should we just whatever let this run and then just pick it up from where it left off well no one's going to build this in the next two weeks yeah yeah so i would i'd Um, let it i'd let it run i think yeah anyways i I thought about the audio diary thing uh, as just like a nice artifact for myself, but I do want to build something that is, if I'm going to build something, I want something that other people can use too, or, or it's a good dynamic tool for myself. So I can, it's just solving my problem of, I want to understand what, what, what she's trying to say. Um, exactly. Yeah. My only advice is you better hurry because so, yeah. And I think that's the one, yeah, yeah. that's the one negative to this is that, you're in this you're in this stage right now but very quickly she's going to go through these leaps and then like all of a sudden she'll be talking in full sentences and then that app that you just spent all this time yeah. on you're basically never going to use because that speech um, is evolving i do wonder so, if even the training set is going to be good enough like she's probably not even saying enough words right now to build up a rich enough data set right to, to build the training exactly that that'd be my worry but if you can catch like if every other kid in the world says stew then you're essentially doing this big data project where you're trying to like do what herb was trying to do where he's like getting all these babies to, mm-hmm. to say things and then figure out what it means like that is a really powerful um but t- to me you're it's just the um the technology is the easy part. It's the, it would be the adoption of a global learning network of your kids' mm-hmm. voices. That would be the harder sell because um, of privacy and like all this other. So like that to me would be the, um, but I love the idea. And I think that it's, again, it goes right in line with 
this niche that I think you're mentally carving out right now, which is like, you know, you're the tech dad. I think that's the niche that you're carving. And I think that like one day this podcast, like we could create this a new podcast called Tech Dad or Two that. Tech Dad, whatever it is. <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean like, but then that would be, oh, and by the way, option six for me is like, do I just become a full-time podcaster? Because I love it so much. Oh. Like, should I just be trying to like podcast more? Like, should I do an SEO podcast? Should I do a, like, anyway, this is another, um, but I, I just think that's a big pencil problem. So I haven't even, I haven't really thought about that. Like if I can't monetize this, again, it's like that whole thing about creating a store when you have this beautiful thing right beside you. It's like, I already have this thing that's, that has an audience that's growing. Like, why would I go do something new? And and that's where I get into anytime I think about a podcast. Okay. Um, anyway, man, I think this was, um, no, no. other than me, no, no, no. I feel like I dominated a lot, yeah. but I, I think that was a I think that was a good hour and a half. I think we should um, right, man. Uh, we should this, button this it up. on me. Uh... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm. Let me take editing while you're. Uh, no, Dude, I'm, I'm totally fine to edit. Don't don't let this be another text my, problem, man. No, you can, you can, you can. My time off here. What, what... No, okay. no, no, no. Look, in January, you can take, how, you can how, take how it can back. Let me take, let me take December. Oh man, that was that was a great day. That was a magical day because that movie is about doing something impulsive mm-hmm. that you feel like you're never going to be able to do again. And I really felt like I needed that two hours because it got me thinking like, yeah, my version of like building a fucking baseball field in the middle of my cornfield is like, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't get a job. Maybe I should go back to being a wolf. And... um. I know that I'm going to have really interesting conversations in the next couple of weeks and I'm going to be pulled into a, into a, like, I know that that's going to happen. And, oh, sorry. Last thing. Sorry. Let me just end on this note. Cause I feel like if people have made it this long, um, this is actually really good advice. And I might want to talk about this even another time. Cause I feel, I feel like at the beginning, it is just very good advice for anyone who finds himself in this problem. I just started writing out what my ideal job is. So like, just pretend like I could just design it anything. And, and and I've done it a couple of times and I try to do it. Like I've done it three times now. And what's interesting is that there are commonalities for mine, but sometimes it kind of looks like consultant. Sometimes it looks like creative entrepreneur. And, and sometimes it looks like, no, I know it sounds really funny. It's actually tilt. So, what I realized is that I had my, my, my ideal job when I worked at Tilt and, and it's going to be different for everybody, but like at Tilt, I was, um, you know, remote. So I had control of my schedule. I was connected to San Francisco, which I still do love. I was paid well. I was working on hard problems. I was working with people smarter than me. Um, I was able, I had freedom and I, I had autonomy I had a team and I do love still having a team. Like, so when I actually started looking at all this, I'm like, man, consulting can't hold a candle to this. Like, but the problem is so many other jobs can't, I can't Mm. get this in so many other jobs. Like I had this really amazing job. And so, but then part of me is like, okay, if I could find all these things, like if these seven things are really important to me, then why don't I just, again, spend the time to go and find that job? Like, um, it, 
there must be a job out there that checks off these boxes. So that's been a really interesting. And I was surprised when I did it that I was like, oh, it's going to come out as me being a consultant or like me creating a Shopify app and making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year just on a Shopify app. And it didn't actually come out that way because I wouldn't have a team. I'd be lonely. Um, I wouldn't be getting pushed by other people. I'd have to wake up at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. when it breaks, which I don't like doing. Like, there, there's a lot of things that, you know, like having a team is actually way better than being by yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was just an interesting um, thought experiment. But uh, no, man, I got I got editing on this. And um, cool. Yeah, man. Thanks for letting me. Uh, I, I really appreciated your, oh. your, your insight. It was good. And uh, so I've got the other one ready to go. Um, and what do you think? So, should we do like, should we, we do, should I do like Thursday this week and then drop this one do, like next Monday? Next week's on Monday and use this one or, the following Monday. Yeah, yeah. And just, and uh, really kind of bank. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good with know, that. Holidays are coming. I know we're going to get busy. So it's better to have a bit of buffer, I think. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to bring. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. I might bring That's a good Paul, point. Okay. the designer Done. who's designing my book. I want to interview him. Um, he was giving me some feedback today, and oh, we that's were great. just having this yeah. whole design discussion around things. And I was like, "Oh, this is good. We should put it on the podcast." And he's like, "Oh, this is so terrifying. I don't know if I want to do that, but I'm, I'm going to try to wear, wear him down a bit, and uh, we'll see." <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. okay. Sweet. And just for the record, I am not holding you to this. Oh, this is yeah, just yeah, a, yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice I, I don't even know if I can convince <laughs> him. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just being, a, I'm just being a dick. Okay, cool. Man. Thanks. <laughs> All right, dude. Have a good night. Okay, talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, wait, Nick, you there? Yeah. Okay, so wait, so when I stop this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Let's to wait for it to chapter, finish uploading, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, hang on, so I'll press. I got a million ways to get it. Choose one. Choose one. Hey, bring it back, bring it back. Now double your money and make it stack. I'm on to the next